With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Nothing But The Truth is our radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between the sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right and keep ending up with a loser? Are you trying to find out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship that you want to be in and maintain it. Let me introduce you to the cast. My name is Lisa Paulette. We have Don Juan and our host, Evan Brooks. Now, I know there have been some people that aren't aware that you can access past shows through the website since the recent changes by Blog Talk. This is what you'll have to do to get to the past shows. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore truth. If you would like to play the show, just click play. Now to download past shows, there are, they're on MP3, so you can download them onto your computer or iPods or MP3 players. And you can also make all the shows a CD and play it for some of your girlfriends or homeboys that need to hear something new other than the latest BET video. This is what you'll have to do to download the show. Again, go to the website, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore truth and click play on any of the shows you wish to download. Go to the orange button, which is the RSS button, and left click on it twice. Left click on the blue RSS button underneath the show you wish to download and then the file download page will come up and ask you to open, save, or cancel. So click save and make sure you save it in an area where you can find it, such as your desktop or a folder onto your computer. 
That's it. Now you know how to access and download Nothing But The Truth shows. Mm-hmm. Nothing But The Truth is brought to you by AC Fitness, the best gym throughout the triad. If you are in the triad area of North Carolina, check them out. Um, next Saturday they're having a wrestling match. Can you tell us about it, Evan? Yes, I could tell you about it. Uh, lethal Lottery. That sounds pretty hectic right there. Lethal Saturday, September 29th at AC Fitness, 4507 West Market Street, Greensboro, North Carolina. Event tickets are on, on sale right now at AC Fitness. $10 for adults, $5 for kids, and the doors open at 6.30 p.m. Bell time starts at 7.30 p.m. For more information, call 336-260-4861. Again, 336-260-4861. Today's topic, we'll be talking about penis or vagina. Which one has the strongest power over people and which one has more results or more value? Also, we will talk about courtship. Today with us is... Alexis K. Tyler, the author of Vagina Power, Sperm Power, and Penis Power. And her opponent here with us is... It's another five for the remix. Shorty trippin'. Buy you a drink. Shorty trippin'. <laughs> Hell no. Shorty trippin'. Don't ask me to buy no drink. It ain't going down. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get them. Yeah. How we doing? What you tell them? You can pay for it by yourself. Baby girl. Dysel <laughs> Flawless, a.k.a. Glenn Johnson. <laughs> which is the creator of Stop Stimpin' Movement and a well-known blog, talk radio blogger. <laughs> Just to let you guys know, that wasn't me singing. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Hi. Good. Okay. With them hoes on their own. He ain't bad no drink. They can bad they sell. No. Oh, he got us some hard dick and bubble gum. He fresh out of juice fruit. Oh, shit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> go ahead, Lisa. We will proceed with opening statements for this issue, questions from listeners, five-minute break, and finally, um, an open forum. And if you would like to call in and listen, the number is 646-716-7911. Also, you can send questions through Yahoo I Am. The name is, screen name is NB underscore truth. Hey, Lisa, can you run that number by them people one more time? You know, some people write real, real slow. You know, make sure they get that number. Sure. 646 
716-716-7911. Feel free to call in. And also, I'll be taking questions on um, Instant Messenger. And again, the screen name is NB underscore truth. So let's begin. Which one has more power and why? Um, before we do that again, make sure everyone gets this clear. As the show goes past the hour, the live feed for the Internet will cut off. And once that cuts off, that means you have to tune in using the phone to listen to the deal. And it will still play after playback. I don't know how long it takes them. I think about 15, 30 minutes before they have it allowed as playback. Before we even go into the first question, I want to make sure I state the to everyone, make sure everyone understands because I sent the email out. I want to make sure it's just going to be a great time. It ain't going to be no arguments. It's, just, it's going to be a good show. So let me explain. Each person will open up with a statement telling which one has more power and value and why. When asking the select person a question, the other person Waiting must stay silent until it is their turn. Each person will be allowed five minutes to answer the question. And there is one minute left. The greater that you have. After you hear that right there, you will hear a buzz. Let me give you a description of the buzz. It sounds like this. Okay. Which means stop. After both people are asked a question, they will both be allowed to have a rebuttal to what the other person Say the time limit for a rebuttal would be two, three minutes, depending on what the moderator say. If there is a question that you feel you may want to ask that person that you are debating, write it down, set it at the end of the debate so we can ask he or she in the open forum for the show. And you may begin. Lisa? Okay. Which one has more... Which one has more power and why? I mean, who who answers? I don't understand. Ladies first, I guess. Oh, thank you. Well, of course, I think vagina power has more power because the vagina rules the world, although on the surface it looks like men rule the world. This is basically a society that is dominated by men and has created a domination through suppression and denial of the power of the woman, the power of the woman, the vagina. All men to be men have to be incubated in the womb of a woman in the uterus. The sperm and the egg have to collide there and actually have to be evolved in the uterus. So I say from a biological perspective, from a spiritual perspective, the womb of the woman and the vagina is most because it is a place of creation and it's a life-giving vessel for all men to walk, talk, and be men, for all of us to have this conversation right now. It is because of the vagina and the womb of a woman that gave him the power to do so. Well, obviously, um, I disagree. Um, Without the penis, the woman can't can't carry life for nine months. She can't give birth. She can't incubate anything. Without the penis, there is no life. Without one, you can't you, you can't make a baby. I mean, it's it's all half and half. But the reason I say the penis has the most power is not only because 
of uh, it being a reproductive organ, but because in general um, men pretty much can spread their seed all around for as long as they want from uh, the time that they're, they go through puberty until the time that they die pretty much, whereas women, they, they become barren uh, at a certain age. Even though they may be uh, fertile in their teens, 20s, 30s, and even their early 40s. But after that, the life supply is cut off. And because of that short window of uh, reproduction for the woman, um, you know, women want to get married, whereas men have a choice. Women are judged by whether or not they've gotten married by a certain point in their lives. So the penis dominates. Uh, it's, it's very unfortunate that people have been taught that this is true. It might be true today because of the destruction of the higher spiritual level of the woman. If you go back and you actually research this, they were talking about in uh, island of Lesbos. The women had, especially black women, still had the potential now through the elevation of the consciousness, which I'm bringing in the old knowledge that's being regenerated on spiritual sexuality. Women did not need a penis to actually procreate. Women could impregnate themselves. There's actually scientific uh, research that's been going on right now where scientists know they've actually been doing this with sperm cells in men, and they're actually using tissue from a woman to see that a woman can actually be impregnated without a penis and having sperm disseminated from his testicles through the penis into the uterus to impregnate a woman. And then, too, it's very unfortunate that although men have this uh, luxury now, I would say, they're disrespecting the womb of the woman and disrespecting their penis and their sperm because they're leaving babies any and everywhere. And that is one of the reasons that, we, especially in the black community, not just in Atlanta, Georgia, but nationwide and worldwide, we have so many children that have been abandoned by men that are just using their penis as a weapon to ejaculate based on a low level of animal ejaculation and sexual gratification. Women are having to raise boys on their own. A lot of these boys are in and out of jail, murdering each other, have no respect for the melanin, have no respect for each other, have no respect for men because other than procreating, they are not men on many levels. So we have to go back and actually understand and overstand the power and the significance of the woman's vagina and sperm to realize that at a deeper level, a woman does not need a man to procreate. She needs to regenerate the consciousness of her subatomic mind to realize she has that power alone. Yeah, Mr. Shytow. Okay, let me unfreeze myself first. <laughs> um, basically, it, it's you still need the uh, man's sperm cell, whether or not you actually uh, procreate uh, traditionally or through um, artificial insemination, you still need you know. man's sperm, sperm cell in order to reproduce. Not only that, you know, let, let's uh, touch upon uh, the men leaving the women, you know, dropping babies off everywhere. You know, what we only get half of the story. We only get uh, the ha the woman's half. We never get the man's half. We never get um, the fact that that woman may be crazy as hell. That that woman may have been uh, letting dudes run trains on her all all throughout her life and don't know who the baby's father is. 
We see this on Maury every day, but we see this in the hood every day. But I don't think it's just a black problem. It's it's a um, it's a problem of the human race. But when, whenever you got women out here who are just uh, spreading themselves all around like that, then of course it's going to look like uh, it's the man's fault because well, in this society, women don't get punished for their actions. It's it's always the man's fault. Mm. So it is so it's the woman's fault that all men walk away from her and leave her. It's very unfortunate that men a lot of men have this opinion about women. They have a very derogatory and low opinion about women. And there are women that are whores, that are very promiscuous, and unfortunately they have a very low opinion of themselves. We are in a society where the men state what is true and isn't true about a woman. There are also women that are being raped. I know some personally brutalized and beaten, and then this society, this legal system that is based on, well, it's controlled by men. They are justifying the rape of the women based on whatever excuse the man gives them. So uh, is the woman also the reason that the men walk away, refuse to pay child support because she's a whore, even after there's DNA testing, to prove that the man is the biological father. He chooses not to pay. He chooses not to work a job. He chooses to smoke dope. He chooses to be in and out of jail. He chooses to be on the down low because he really don't like pussy. He also likes to suck dick because women are liars and whores and they're no good and they tell lies. I mean, please. I'm one of those women. I'm a single mother, and I have a very beautiful son that I raised on my own. I was not a whore. I was not gang uh, raped. I did not like trains ran on me, never had a train rain, uh, ran on me, never had a desire to have two, three dicks in my mouth and three or four in my ass. At one time, I was with one man. I was a virgin when I got pregnant. So you are telling me that all of us are the reason? Don't tell me what you hear Tell me what you know, because I'm telling you from my experience what I know. What you just described does not apply to me, sir, and I take offense to that. Okay, we're going to go to the next question. We're going to do more at the Oprah Forum, so make sure y'all write that down. We've got notebooks on that so we can go back on because we had on with these questions. My question to uh, Mr. Shytown here. I got some music that I listed here. And I want you to give me your insight about this. Those you and Alexis on this, the Shawtown's question there. What do you think about music like Babyface, Brian McKnight, and T-Pain? Let me play a little bit of both before you answer that. I want to make sure you hear it real good. All right. <laughs>
about, you know, some of these supplying that they're begging or using money to get a woman. What do you think about this? I, I believe that. Mr. Chi-Town first and then you, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, basically, those songs, in my opinion, are pretty much perpetuating the fantasy world that a lot of women live in where they feel entitled to having a man do all these things while they just sit around doing jack shit. I mean, you you got T-Pain talking about buy you a drink. I mean, come on. We we, we that, That's what's wrong with the music these days. Not only is it just fucking terrible, I mean, you got you got guys out here pretty much uh, sacrificing their pride and their self-respect talking about, oh, this is how you get a woman. Buy her a drink. Pay her, pay her rent. Buy her clothes. Fuck that. What the fuck is this woman going to do? <laughs> okay. Um, that's the final one right there, correct? Right there, your final on that one. That's my final Okay, Alexis, your turn. Uh, I like the songs. I, I see nothing wrong with the songs, and I think that if these men want to make these songs and sing them to these women, there's a group. Uh, a lot of people actually like them, and this is why the songs are so popular, because people buy them and support them. There are a lot of people that believe in romance, and they believe in love. There are also a group of men that have low self-esteem and feel that they're unattractive or maybe unworthy of a certain type of woman. A certain type of woman won't go for them. So if they're lacking in the looks category or in the sex category and being looked over, sometimes they will overcompensate with their clothes or their money or bodybuilding, offering her things, actually buying pussy, actually thinking that that will help them get her attention. So I think it it varies what's the motivation, why a man is doing that. I see nothing wrong with a man taking a woman out and buying her things. I think it just depends on what's the premise for it. Is that the only way you think you can get her, or is this somebody that you really care for and you're not doing this for every woman, but there's one particular one that you really want to show how much she means to you? Okay. Uh, Mr. Shotton, you have two minutes on this rebuttal right here. What do you say about that? The problem is uh, a lot of people confuse romance with uh, tricking off money, and you can have romance without not spending one dime. You don't have to spend any dime. The, the, the best thing you could spend on a woman, if you're a man or if you're a woman and, uh, and you're dating a man, is time. That's the best thing you could spend on that person and, and uh, expend your personality. I mean, you should be able to get a person based off your personality as opposed to um, buying drinks or buying clothes or paying her bills because in in most cases, and this I'm speaking from life experiences that I've observed or experienced myself, women really don't respect all that tricking stuff. Um, you know, women respect men who are going to be men, who are going to, uh, you know, try to get to know her for her and not try to spend money to get to know her. Mm. Okay. Um, let's go to, I want Rashawn to ask this one right here, number three. Mr. Don Wong, go ahead and ask this number three question. 
uh, what do you expect from a person on the first date? So, Alexis, I believe. Oh, me? Okay. Yes. Well, are you talking about me in general or are you talking about women? This is what I'm not clear about. Uh, women in general. In, yeah. So, see, that's the thing. I can't speak for all women. So I, I would never put myself in that position because all women are not created equal on many levels. And I think that it depends on what type of mentality the woman has. Because some women, um, just like the Chi-Town uh, described, don't respect men that are nice to them. Um, but I'm, that's a girl. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a woman. I'm not a little girl. Or some women, like he said, he won't even buy them a damn filet of fish sandwich from McDonald's. And he said, you're not supposed to buy them anything. You're just supposed to spend time with them. So if that's what that particular woman is okay with and she's successful on the first date for him to what meet her in the park and what they sit up under a tree or what uh, meet her at a gas station or something and, and spend time with her. So if that's what she likes, then that's what he needs to do, find out the psychology of that woman, but for the women, not the little girls that I know, that is not what we expect, and that is not how we are treated, and we do appreciate men that are men, and as far as we're concerned, men that are men treat us like women, and they're respectful of us, and don't just say, okay, well, I'm not buying this bitch a drink, you know, I'm not buying her shit, because real men do provide, and real men do show honor and integrity, and they are respectful to that woman and treat her the way she deserves to be treated. They don't come with these defenses and these agendas. I'm not going to let her get over on me. I'm not going to be tricked. I'm not going to be a simp. See, all of these things I really can't relate to because I'm not the type of woman that he's describing. And the women that I deal with are not little girls, and this is not how they treat men, and this is not how they expect to be treated. Mr. Chi-Town, what about you on this? Well, actually, I, I have a question um, regarding what Alexis had uh, mentioned. No, we'll say that for Oprah Form right Oprah there. Form. Write it down. <laughs> yeah, Oprah Form, all the things that not, you know, y'all want to say to one another, we're going to make sure y'all say it at the end. Okay? Uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to take a minute on on the first date. What I expect, I expect to get to know that person. I expect to see whether or not this person is someone I would want a second date or to go any further with. If um, I see any red flags, if I find out from interacting with her that some red flags uh, come up, you know what, I'm not going to see her anymore. Plain and simple. Okay, rebuttal by Miss Alexis K. Taylor. What do you say about that? I mean, I, I understand that. I, I respect that. I think if you don't get along... And I think you shouldn't put yourself in position because I have a son, and we talk about all these issues, and I tell him the same thing. Basically, if you're going to go out with women, do not take all your money and spend it on a whole bunch of money on a woman that you don't know, that you don't know anything about. Really see what this woman, is she a woman, first of all, or does she just look like one? Is she something just just looks good to fuck? Where is her head at? What is her motivation? What is her intention to get close to you? Once you find that out, and if y'all are moving in the same direction, then you, you might want to take her someplace. I mean, it's even been times I've gone to the movies and invited my son out, and I told him, bring your friend, you know, and I'll actually pay to bring her along. 
You know, let's let's just see how she responds. Let's see if she'll buy. I actually helped my son test women, but I think at first, yeah, he's right. If you don't know them and you don't know what their motivation is, then don't just come out and spend a whole bunch of money. Okay. Uh, Mr. What is the... I got no rebuttal to that one. Okay, go ahead, Lisa. What is the objective on the first date? Should I come first? Oh, we, we just got We just went through that. Yeah, we just did that, yeah. Okay. How much do you think a person should spend on the first date? I mean, you're trying to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Okay. It's motivation and tension. Yeah, it's all. Okay. Let's go with uh, Mr. Owen accent number six. What would you consider to be a trick, Saitam? A man who just um, offers his wallet before he offers his personality, before he offers what he's really about. You know, a, a real man, a real man shows that he has integrity, that he has honesty, that he's a leader. And what does a wallet do besides uh, purchase goods and services? It can't show whether or not that man has any of those qualities. And in a lot of cases it gives off the impression that he does. he's trying to overcompensate for uh, those qualities that he's lacking in. So that's a trick for you in a nutshell. Okay. Alexis, what do you think this is considered to be a I, trick? I basically agree. I think it's... But, you know, it doesn't matter what Chi-Town or anybody else says. It's tricks are just like um, Barnum Bailey said, there's a sucker born every minute. And there are some men that know they're suckers, and there are some women that know they're suckers. And they don't really care because they want the affection of that particular female. And I know some men like that, and I know some women that are basically getting their rent paid, driving Hummers right now, hanging out with celebrities that trick them. I and mean, basically the celebrities are doing the tricking as well. This is an arrangement. This is an agreement. Sometimes they don't want a relationship. Sometimes they want some pussy from a particular woman because they like the way she looks. They like the way she shakes her ass. And it's an agreement. So if you want to be uh, a trick, then I think it's fine as long as you are basically consenting. But a lot of times men feel so desperate and so low, and they want a woman so bad, although they know she may not want them. He is willing to come out of his pocket just to get her attention. Uh, Mr. Chi-Town. You know, I really don't have an issue if it's a, a, a upfront agreement, like, you know, they – Two people come together, the man said, look, I'm going to pay you $500 to give me some pussy about a couple mm-hmm. times a month. You know, I'm cool with that because, you know, they both know where the lines are drawn. If you're going to be a trick, you got. I, I feel that you should do it that way. What, where most men are going wrong at is they're throwing out money blindly, and then they're, um, you know, they're miscommunicating their desires. They're saying, well, I'm spending all this money on you because I just like to be in your presence when in reality he wants to fuck. And then and more times than not, when he does, when she does actually throw him a bone and, and give him some pussy, you know, he starts to get comfortable. He starts to revert back to his original personality. Then all of a sudden this woman says, well, he changed all of a sudden on me. No, she didn't. She just... 
he now feels comfortable, and now since he got what he wanted, he can be himself now. And see, if he had been himself in the beginning, the woman could have made a decision whether or not she wanted to uh, continue on getting to know this person and uh, laying down with them. I think that's where being a trick is just so fucked up at. Okay. Anything you have to say about that, miss? Well, you got to let a hoe be a hoe. So it's going to be always tricks and it's going to always be hoes. Whoever pimps up hoes down, sometimes it's female pimps, sometimes it's male pimps. And like he said, and and I agree with the same thing, if that's what you are and you know that and that's the only way you feel like you can come up on some pussy and you want to come up to a woman and explain that and she go for it, then it ain't none of my business. It's just that when the men feel so desperate, and then you got some men. Like I said, you can the man can know you don't want him, and I see this every day. And I've actually been in a position to do this to men, but I don't. I choose not to do that. They will still try to buy you. They will try to give you things. So I guess Chi-Town feels like he's revolutionizing their minds and he's going to turn them around. But I see them every day, and they just looking for somebody to just trick their ass out. Okay. All right. Shondo with number seven, and this question is to Alexis. Number seven. Who wants sex over all, males or females? Why? Oh, wow, that's a a tough one. Because what I've been learning is a lot of women that want it just as bad as men do, but they 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 don't want to feel like a host. So they don't want to let everybody know they're a freak or they might like to get gangbanged on film or they might like to go to swing clubs. So initially, at first I thought it was the men because that's a lot of times men are controlled and dominated by or the men that are in the dog state, I'll put it that way. When they're in a club, when they're roaming the streets, when they're tricking, that's basically what the motivation is, some pussy. A lot of times when men approach you, they don't really want to get to know you. They don't really want to take you out for a movie and have the violin playing while you're eating an Italian meal. They want some pussy, just straight up. But they're not going to always come in here, so they find a way to maneuver around that shit. But now I'm seeing that women are just as bold, just as confident and aggressive to go out and take what they want or ask for what they want because we're more liberated. Now, we don't have all the reservations and, and all the religious suppressions and all the family traditions. So I see a lot, now it seems like it's pretty equal. There are a lot of what they call cougars, older women looking for the younger men having sexual escapades, and then there are a lot of women, 12, 13 years old, fucking off the chain. Mr. Chi-Town? I say women uh, want sex more. Men men desire sex, don't get me wrong, and I actually agree with uh, Alexis on many points, but what, what people fail to realize when they when they uh, present these studies saying that women are more conservative when it comes to sex and they desire it less than men, you know, it, it's a crock of shit. What the real deal is, men are seen to be the, the dogs and the hunters because we have to be the hunters. We have to be the more aggressive people if uh, we want to have uh, sexual intercourse. Women are more are more um, are, are less uh, aggressive when it comes to um, going up and approaching uh, men. Most times, it's the man who has to approach the woman, and he has to make his sexual intentions known in order to get some pussy. Otherwise, 
he'll be somewhere stroking his shit, you know, with some baby or up in the corner somewhere. So it's definitely the women, you know, but but the men do desire it. A rebuttal to that? Yeah, I mean, I don't agree because um, there are a lot of us, like I said again, are you talking about women or are you talking about girls that have women's bodies? Because there are women that I know that are very aggressive. They go out and take what they want when they want it, just like men. And a lot of us are not dominated by sex. I'm not dominated by sex. It means nothing to me. What really motivates me is my work in the education and having discussions about sex and helping to enlighten people that want to know about it and go to a higher spiritual place with it. With spiritual sexuality in the way that I teach it, the physical sex is the low-level sex, the animal sex based in the ego and the old paleomammalian brain, the old brain stem. Spiritual sex is dealing with the evolution of sex energy to be able to procreate and materialize your desires on a physical level. That orgasm energy is about the physical manifestation of goals and ideas that is still sexual energy that has been transmuted. So a lot of us women, there are a lot of women I know now are celibate because of the down low, because of so many black men not wanting them, because of so many black men not ready to be committed because of the AIDS proliferation in the black community. So I think, again, when he is saying this, he is talking about a group of women that are whores and that sleep around and do all these treacherous things that he is talking about. That doesn't apply to me and many women that I know. Okay. Um, Chantel, do you have a to that? I never said that all women sleep around, but... In, an, in answering this question, um, I did say that women desire sex more than men. It, it's uh, true whether you look at the uh, anatomy. Women have the clitoris. The clitoris serves no other purpose other than to provide sexual stimulation. A lot of women will say, well, the penis does the same thing. No, uh, the penis has two functions, to excrete waste and to uh, reproduce and and to have sex with. So that's... That pretty much is it in a nutshell. I disagree. Well, we well we'll, we'll put it on open form because everyone had it each time you know turn, so we'll bring it back in form. Yeah. Number eight, real quick. Number eight, Don, want go ahead. Uh, all right, along the same line, uh, is it all right for a woman to be submissive towards a man? And that goes towards Chi-Town. Right. Well, I, I'm, I say absolutely. That's the only answer I have to that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alexis? Is it all right for a man to be submissive to a woman? I say, yeah, absolutely. I have no other answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's not the question. Let's go to the next one. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Next one. Okay, uh, what is it, number nine? Okay. Number nine. Uh, are you doing number nine, Sean? You want me to nah. do it? No, nah, you can go ahead. ahead. Where would be an ideal place to go on the first date? Miss Miss Alexis K. Tyler. 
I think once you find out what that woman's interest is and, and if you have something in common, then you should both go someplace that you both enjoy and you can both have fun and be enlightened and educated by the experience as well as enjoy each other's company. Okay. Well, because um, I do believe that uh, a man should be a leader, um, it's not really it's not really that important uh, on the first date to really get to know all her interests uh, at this point. I mean, during a relationship, yeah, you should, but for the first date, you should take her someplace where you're going to enjoy it and uh, expose her to something new. Maybe it's a, a, a museum, for instance, that has a new exhibit that she's never seen. Um, you could take her to the park as well. That's a, that's a good place also. Um, like I said, if you're going to spend money, which I really, really, really don't advise because dates should be short and formal and fun for the first date, just take her to the park or the museum or even the zoo. That was the ladies in the background. Alexis, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your turn. Think about that. I mean, there's really nothing to think about. I mean, he just sounds like an asshole. You know, he's saying that everything should be about the man, and the man should only be in control as if the woman is just like one of them fucking orangutans in one of them damn cages. <laughs> well, I guess that's why he wants to take them to the zoo so they can be treated like an animal in a cage or with a, a chain. Uh, and, and a little collar around their necks, and they go where he designates that they should go. So as I said, I don't agree with that. Women are not to be followers. They are not inferior to men psychologically, mentally, and emotionally. But if that's what a woman allows, then that's on her. Okay. Mr. Shawtown, your rebuttal on this? you got two minutes. Well, because a lot of women uh, nowadays, because I'm, you know, ever since I've been uh, doing these uh, blog talk radio interviews and everything, I'm getting a lot of women saying that, well, what's really lacking out here are men who are leaders, men who are dominant. These guys are too afraid to order on the fucking menu when they go out with the woman. Um, um, I'll just order what you want. No, fuck that. They they want a man who's going to be able to make some decisions and say, okay, why don't you just let's come, go out here, let's go there. Um, it'll be you'll have a great time. I mean, it's not a real big deal. It's not about controlling her. It's not about locking her up in a cage. It's about having a good time. That's all. Because yeah, what she does, like um, yeah. Let's say we we do uh, find out what she likes and everything. Let's say she likes comedies, but she's never seen any uh, sci-fi movies. And you take her to see that, and she winds up liking the sci-fi. That's why I say it's not really that important to uh, get to know what that person's interest is as opposed to just going out and having a good time and exposing each other to different things. with the next question, number 10. But before then, I want to let everyone know out there that if you want to call in, you want 
pop in one question. You got to be quick about it. The number is six four six seven one six seven nine one one. Again, six four six seven one six seven nine one one. And um, where were we at? Number ten. Number ten. Okay. How do you feel about the one pan on the first date? Is that did we go by that one? No, we didn't. Okay. Uh, Shantown, what do you think about that? How do you, it's your turn, so go ahead and answer. <laughs> I mean, women could pay all day on the first date simply because we don't really expect, we, we don't have any uh, sense of entitlement or we don't have uh, any expectation for the woman to pay, so she can pay all day if she wants to. If not, you know, we can go on a free date. I'm totally cool with that. Okay. Uh, Alexis, what do you think about that? I mean, he's right. If if that's what they want to do, I think if that's the understanding before they leave the house and meet up to wherever they're going and they agree to it, then sure. Okay. Uh, I guess there's no rebuttals on it because y'all both agree on that. Uh, Mark that down. I would, but that's on them. (laughs) Okay. How do you feel about big weddings? Are they necessary, and is it worth it, Alexis? Mm, I think you should ask why I need to buy them. Mm. <laughs> 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 he paid for that motherfucker. See, we need to do another goddamn class, a, a, a rebuttal on that shit. Because I feel like he said women can pay all day. I think this lady either paid for that wedding or she made it possible for the man to pay for the wedding and buy the wedding bands. And look what that got her kicked in her pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Make me go get a drink of water or something. (laughs) Jesus. Look at paying for the first date. Paying for a first date got her. I mean, well, is that documented that she paid on the first date? I just want to know. <laughs> she found him. And see, that's, that's, that's why I don't agree with this. She found him. That man had nothing. He was on a futon sleeping in a room. He had already failed at another marriage, from what I understand, had divorced her, had didn't have anything when Juanita Bynum found him. She was already wealthy, already powerful, and in control, running her own empire. She said God told her to go get this man and clean this man up and help the black man, and the black woman got to help the black man because society sees him as nothing. She took this man in, didn't ask him for any money, didn't ask him to buy her a drink. She bought his drinks, bought his drawers, just raised him up, and look at what she got. Now, he's saying, Chi County's saying, this is all on us, and men need to stop simping, stop simping movement, and put some T-shirts and shit out. But what about the women that don't ask these men for anything but dick and love, and they will give their money? I know women that pay men, and they get treated like shit, too. Uh, Here's the problem, though. They ask the wrong men for dick and love without actually getting to know them. I mean, you, you just can't ask anybody for love and and just go out and marry anybody. I mean, it wasn't the fact that she that she uh, bought his, uh, paid for his uh, drinks or dates or whatever. It was the fact that she didn't really get to know what this man was about until it was too late, until he was just knocking her ass upside the head. Now, as far as the, the marriages, the big weddings, I think they're just totally unnecessary 
just simply for the fact that, you know, instead of spending $30,000, $40,000 on a wedding, that could be a down payment toward a house that could appreciate in value over time. Whereas Absolutely. If you, whereas if you spend that money on a wedding, on a big wedding, when you could have just had a small wedding for about uh, four or $5,000, you know, if you spend that money on a big wedding, you're not going to get any return on that investment. So I see, I see everything as an investment. That, you know, when you, when you spend money on a marriage, that's an investment, and it's not going to net you any return at all. It's not going to make her love you anymore or him make, you know, make him love you anymore than what he or she already loves you as. So it's just an unnecessary sense okay. to me. Okay, I got some callers in real quick. I'll go ahead and allow. I think this guy right here is in the city of Greensboro. I think this is JF. I'm going to go ahead and plug him in real quick because I think he has a question. 336. 336. Loving the show so far. I want to say hello to everyone. Loving the debate. This is JF Greensboro. What's, um, what's cracking, JF? How's it going? Uh, All right. How about you? Yeah. It's going pretty good. It's going to place this question out here and then uh like wait for both of your responses um i want alexis um, alexis k tyler's opinion on this what do you mm-hmm. uh feel well how can i put this how do you feel about modern independent women that want traditional men like for example yeah modern women that say you know i can take care of my own bills you know i'm not cooking for you know, like any man anything like that you know the I'm not gonna, you know, submit to, you know, some some man. You know, I'm just gonna be equal relationship. But she wants a man that, you know, the leader, you know, someone that can take care of things around the house, pay all the bills in the house. If they get married, you know, she doesn't, you know, even though he's a traditional man, she doesn't want to take his name or she wants to hyphenate his name, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Oh yeah, that's that's a good question. I, I see it going on. I guess I, I was. I have several uh, questions about it because I don't know where the tradition came from of that a woman has to lose herself and actually be submissive to a man and lose her name once she's gotten married. I already know Alexis K. Tyler. If she ever gets married, she's going to say Alexis K. Tyler because that is who I am and that's my identity and that's my brand. And I established that before I found a man to marry. So I think it just varies on the situation and what the two people are comfortable with. Yeah. 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 Now this would be. I appreciate. Uh, All right. Anything else? Uh, I do have something else, but I'm going to save it for later. All right. Now I'm put you back on mute. Again, everyone, if you want to go ahead and uh call in, I want you to call in at six four six seven one six seven nine one one. Again, the number is six four six seven one six seven nine. One one. Now this question goes to Mr. Shytown. Mr. Shytown, I have a question for you. You ready for it? Yeah, shoot it straight to me. Did you think about waiting to exhale? What picture did it seem to paint for you? That either uh, all all men were uh, pretty much lying misogynists, or all men were pretty much uh, inadequate, incapable, and to a certain degree, docile. I mean, I didn't see a positive uh, image of a black man in that movie. 
or of a man, period, because, you know, white folks, Hispanic folks, they have, they all have these same issues, too, where they're, they're paying men to be out here to be uh, dumb as fuck, where they're just uh, incapable of, uh, of, um, of uh, actually having a, having a strong relationship with a woman. I mean, I, I really didn't like that movie. And it was it was a long time since I watched Waiting Excel. Wow. That brought back memories. <laughs> now, what do you think about it, Alexis? I loved it. I think in so many ways, I mean, there are, uh, as you said, in every society the same issues, some, especially subcultures of, of white culture, the same issues. But I, I agree with a lot of it. The portrayals I've lived it, I've been a victim of, of a lot of it. There are a lot of weak black men out here. There are a lot of black men that don't know who they are, that don't have a strong sense of self and really don't know how to be fathers, don't know how to be lovers, don't know how to be responsible for households. And there are a lot of black men that have been given that opportunity to run a house, to take care of the children, to be a good role model to the children and the woman and to have that woman's back, and they don't. And then there are black men that do. I know both of them, and I have experienced both of them. So I can't be general and say, oh, all black men are the same, black women are the same. But a lot of those scenarios in waiting to exhale, I can identify with, I know black women that can identify with them, and they are an accurate portrayal, unfortunately, of a lot of black men and the way they are handling us or not handling us in relationships. Your rebuttal, two minutes. And, and you know what? There is an element of truth in Waiting to Excel. I just didn't like how uh, that movie painted black men with the with the, such a broad uh, paintbrush. I mean, just to just to portray them all as being weak, docile, um, uh, portraying all these men to just lack leadership. I mean, it it was really that. In a, in, a, in a way, I did. It, it, it does uh, portray some of the weaker black men out here, but it doesn't reflect upon uh, all black men. So that's pretty much what I have to say on that. And you go to that, Alexis? No, no, I, I agree. I think it's, it's very mm-hmm. disgusting the way black women and black men treat each other and the way, I mean, I like you said, his opinion is his and mine is mine, but I talk to a lot of black men and the stuff they say about us and the stuff they think about and when I'm saying talk to them, a lot of black men talk to me very openly and honestly, even though I'm a woman, because of the way I do my show and I keep it real and they tell me what they honestly think. Plus I see a lot of shit that young black boys, because there's a lot of black boys that don't respect us, even as grown women, they don't respect women, period, because of a lot of the way the young girls carry themselves and a lot of the things that a lot of the young girls let the boys do to them and with them and the mothers, the way they portray themselves, as well as the way the black men teach these young boys to be and how they see each other being. So that's the very, that's the unfortunate thing. It's like we disrespect each other and we are teaching each other to do this. It's not just the women, when he said that the women are no good and they're treating the men this way. I think a lot of times the women have a defense mechanism just like the men have a defense mechanism towards us because the women are reflecting 
a lot of the abuse that the black man has given us as black women and really devaluing us. Okay, okay, let's go to the next question right here. Um, this question access for Chi-Town right here, and both, and you too, Alexa. I want to give this to Chi-Town again. Should women have distant respect from the start? Should women have... Okay, run that by again. What, what do you... Should women have instant respect from the start, like right when you first see instant respect? I don't I don't think uh, either gender should have instant respect right from the start. I, I, I'm a strong believer in uh, people having respect um, on the basis of what that person puts out. I don't I don't think everyone's worthy of respect. Not every okay. not every woman's worthy of being respected by men, and not every man is worthy of being respected by women. So, actually, I think that's a two way street. Yeah, I had that as my next question. What plug that in there anyway? What do you think about Alexis? Men I mean, I'm women. I'm going to respect you because you're an individual and and you have a place here. You're living, you're breathing, you're taking up space. So I'm not going to violate your space and who you are and what you represent, whether I know you or not, whether I agree with you or not, as long as you don't disrespect me. I feel that there's no reason for me to disrespect you because I don't know you. Okay. Anything you have to say about that, Chi-Town? I mean, a lot of people, when I say that that I don't believe in giving instant respect uh, right off the bat, they they really, uh, a lot of people mistake that for automatically disrespecting a person. I do believe in uh being cordial to a person. I don't I don't and what I mean by not just giving them all my respect without them earning it, I don't mean just, okay, I don't respect her, I'ma just, you know, beat her ass upside the head with Air Force One. That that's not what I'm communicating. What I'm communicating is be cordial, find out what that person is uh really about before you put that person on a pedestal. Then right. once you find out what that person is all about, then you decide whether or not you want to, uh, that the person is uh, worthy of respect or not. But I, I do believe um, everyone should be cordial at all times unless they just start to, uh, unless they try to attack you or something like that or go off on some extreme. So that's my thoughts on it. Anything you have to say about that, Alexis? No, I agree. Okay. Right now, this question right here goes to you for sexes. Should vaginas be placed on a pedestal or treated as if it was a rare diamond? Me? Yes, it goes to you. Of course, I'm going to say yes. I think that every woman (laughs) should value her vaginas, definitely. Our body is very sacred, and all men can't be men unless they're incubated in the uterus of a woman moving through the vagina. So a woman would be a fool to meet someone she don't know that won't even buy her a drink and take her out for free and then let him spend her ass. No, she should have a lot of respect for herself as a living, walking, talking vessel of God a piece of the divine architecture that came out of the mind of God. And she should be very selective about who she lays down with and lets them put their dick in any hole in her body. Okay. Now, what do you think about this? 
I think a lot of guys, um, I think a lot of guys, too many dudes actually put vagina on a pedestal. I think that's what's wrong. That's why you got all this tricking. That's why you got all these simping-ass dudes making these simping-ass songs and shit. I mean, vagina is not rare. I mean, look around. It's everywhere. Every woman has one. Therefore, in order for something to have a, a huge amount of value, it got to be uh, rare. It got to it got to have some sort of scarcity, like money. Money is valuable in this society because it's scarce. It has some degree of scarcity. Uh, vagina, not so scarce. Whether you're broke, rich, poor, living in a cardboard box, you can always find somebody who got a pussy. You know, so that's why I don't, I don't think you should be paying for sex. I don't think you should be buying women drinks. I mean, if if women are so independent and have and make all all this uh all this money that they say they're uh, making and and driving what they're driving, then they should buy their own fucking drink. Okay, Alexis, I know you probably don't have something to say about that. So, well, if I'm buying my drink, I need to buy my own dick and fuck myself. I really see the necessity in making my own money and working hard to accomplish what I've accomplished and give my valuable pussy away. Yeah, pussies are a dime a dozen. You can get them, but they're all not created equal. Why would a man in his right mind, and I definitely wouldn't want him to put his dick in me, if he's going around here sampling any and everybody's pussy when I know for a fact, and not just me, but statistics in Georgia, nationwide, and international will tell you, every pussy's not divine. Every woman don't even respect her own ass, nor does she put it on a pedestal, because we've got too many black women, and black women from all races, preferably the non-white races, those are the highest percentage that are filled with all types of STDs, and the highest rate of them that they're getting from men is HIV and AIDS. So if you want to put your dick in all these pussies, y'all need to let all of us know and let me know because some of y'all come around here with rotten dicks, want to dip them here and somewhere else, and y'all carry some shit that you don't know you got or that you ain't taking medicine for, or you're taking medicine and you're approaching us when you're putting your dick in our pussy, and you're not telling us that you're HIV positive. And then he's also right that the, the population for pussies have gotten even bigger because from what I understand, a lot of y'all men going around here putting y'all dick in damn homemade pussies or damn uh, stove-bought pussies because it's a lot of these men walking around here that done got their dick cut and flipped inside out and turned into a pussy, so y'all fucking these men, and y'all don't even know they used to be damn men. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, um, Shy? Hey, I, I ain't got no comment after, I mean, <laughs> no, no, somebody, somebody talking about taking dicks and artificial pussies. What what can you say after that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, hello. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was just shocking to me. Like, damn. Are you... <laughs> well, let, let me go to the question. Uh, should penis be placed on a pedestal or treated as if it was a rare diamond? Chi-Town, this is your question. It's both of y'all questions, but you get first grabs at it. Same same reason for a vagina. It it really shouldn't be placed on a pedestal. I mean, the woman should get to know the man before she gives up her pussy if she's looking for because you got a lot of women out here lying about one monogamous relationships when, you know, in reality they're just trying to look get, 
trying to appear as if they're not boorish or anything. Not saying all women are like this, but you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of hypocrites out here who, for instance, will say, "Well, I, I'm a church girl. I don't do that." When in reality, she done fucked everybody up in the church. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so no, penises should not be valued. Un- As a matter of fact, the person should be valued before the, before the, any uh, genitals first. If um, okay. because dicks are a dime a dozen too, maybe not as many as vaginas due to men um, being in jail. Uh, <laughs> uh, just or just. You know, the plain population being that there's more women on this earth than men. So, but still, now, a dick shouldn't be valued just because it's a dick because it's everywhere, you know. And what about you, Alexis? I think money's your man, and you know that this is not the type of man that's sleeping with any and everything, and he wants to commit to you. Yes, you should value that man's dick. You should treat it like it's something very precious because when you go back in our uh, spiritual history and you see that you look in in Africa and there are actually phallic symbols. They were saying actually the obelisk which the United States took from Africa and, and you have it in Washington. That is a symbol of a penis. And also they have obelisk in Europe. That's a symbol of the penis. And it is... um an object of fertility and divine God consciousness being brought through that man's penis uh, through the sperm. So if you have a man like that, you know he's a good man, and he's rare in the sense that you just haven't come across a really good man every day to really want to just be down for you, ride or die, no matter whatever, you should love him mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and the sex should be spiritual, so you should love everything about him, his penis, his sperm, his testicles, all that. What about you, Shaw? What do you think about what she just said? I'm I'm agree with her 100%. Now, if it's a case where the the man, you know, is down for, you know, and the same with vagina, you know, if the woman's down for you, then, then yeah, she should be placed on a pedestal because of her virtue, not because she just has one. And the same goes for men. You know, men shouldn't be placed on a pedestal just because they have a dick. It should be, it should be because of the virtue of their personality, of their integrity, mm-hmm. that that's that's what should be valued. And then you know the dick will become valued with that. You know, so that's that's my that's all I gotta say with that. It wasn't really no rebuttal. It's just something to add on. Okay, question. Well, number four. I just got a question. <laughs> which one do you think women tend to like or wish to have? The nice guy or the bad boy, Alexis? Again, I think it depends on the woman. What Where is her mind state at? Because I think a lot of us, I would like the good guy, that nice, sweet guy that doesn't want to hurt me and disrespect me, but then when he get home, that thug love come out. I need that thug passion. So I don't want the man that's out in the street that's a dog and a whore, and I can see his asshole because his pants down past his damn crack. I don't I don't want that and him displaying that attitude and staying in and out of jail and babies all over the place. But you do, I think women, sometimes we get torn because we don't know the difference and it's something exciting. 
about that bad boy because he don't give a fuck, and he ain't trying to bow down to nobody. He's just being unique. He's creating his own style, but then a lot of times they think they're creating their own style. They're emulating what we're told the bad boy is supposed to be, the one that goes outside of the bunch to get that attention. So we like somebody that's willing to break the rules. But at the same time, we want that nice boy, which I calls a sucker, that will be nice to us and really treat us like we deserve to be treated. But I think some women get confused because they will dog a nice man out and consider him weak and then put a man on a pedestal that ain't shit because he's got the bad boy image and he ain't got shit else to offer but some good dick and a strong back. Now, when you think about that, when you think about this, this question I just sent to Alexis, what do you think about it? Okay, I'm going to just... I'm going to just give you uh, my answer. I'm going to give you the reality of it. Women really don't like nice guys, but women don't want to settle down with bad boys either. Um, The reason why a lot of women tend to be drawn to bad boys is because they have that swagger. They have that confidence, and women love confidence. So when when they're around a bunch of weak-ass, nice guys, who's trying to buy pussy, who, who's, uh, who's not even uh, letting this woman know, you know, on the basis of his actions where she really stands with him, you know, whether, whether, it's, um, whether he's doing this to buy some pussy or doing this because he actually cares about her. Because women have uncertainty with nice guys, women don't like nice guys. But women like bad boys for the short term, you know, for that confidence, for for uh, that man to dick her down. But what real what women really uh, want ultimately is a is a medium between the two. You know, a guy who could treat her with respect on one hand, but who could dick her down and and, uh, and smack her on the ass and everything when they get up in the bedroom. That's that's what woman what women really want. Okay, Alexis, what do you say about that? I mean, I, that's not really what I want because, as I said earlier, I don't like thugs and I don't like the bad boy. I just like someone that can that has to bring that out when we are alone, but it's still respectful. I think a lot of people misunderstand; they have a different definition of what a nice guy is. To me, a guy is not nice if let women walk over him and he buys pussy because if you are a really nice guy, the first thing you're going to do is be nice to yourself and love and honor and respect what God gave you. So if you are letting people use you and take advantage of you, somebody else doesn't even perceive you as nice. They perceive you to be stupid and they perceive you to be weak. Now the men, like I said again, like I said earlier, we, the women I know, not the little girls with big titties and fat asses that look like women, we don't like that. We turn that down. I turn that down all the time, men trying to give me stuff, do stuff for me. I don't think you're nice. I think I perceive you as somebody that has low self-esteem and very weak. You have some issues. I will be your friend and I will try to share with you what I am saying now, a lot of women will look at that as an opportunity to to prey on you because they see you as weak. So to me, that is not my definition of a guy being nice because he has some self-hatred issues. Okay. Chi-Town, what do you think about what Lexa just said? Two minutes. <laughs> I mean, 
I have no issue with uh, what Alexa said. However, that's what the nice guy has uh, evolved into, a guy who has low self-esteem, who doesn't have confidence, who who uh, tries to overcompensate with his pocketbook instead of just trying to uh, show her that he's the type of man that that she should be, uh, you know, going with, that she should build with. I mean, if uh, again, a lot of those nice guys, if they would just, um, you know, put away their pocketbook and get to know the woman, they would have more successful women as opposed to throwing some uh, money on them. And, you know, again, I'm going to touch upon what Alexa said. A lot of a lot of strong women will reject a guy who's tricking because he isn't. He's he's projecting himself to be uh, nothing more than a provider, you know, in the in in a weak sense, nothing more than a person who wants to buy some pussy but doesn't want to get to know her, doesn't um, want to show what he's really about, you know. And that guy uh, projects himself to be the type of person who has something to hide. So what does he do? He hides behind uh, his his um, so-called deeds of kindness, which is really which aren't really deeds of kindness. They're really underhanded deeds with the motive behind them. Okay. Okay. Again, everyone, if you're listening and if you want to send in any questions to nothing but the, go ahead and and type in on Yahoo I am NB underscore Truth and send questions to Lisa. Or you can call in as well too at six four six seven one six seven nine one one again six four six seven one six seven nine one one. Now this next question goes to Shy Town. Um, let me go ahead and tell it to you. We'll ask you. You think Shivery is dead and wall? Absolutely. <laughs> it's always been wow. dead. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Again, it's, it's a form of tricking. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm coming up to the door with roses in my mouth just because I, I get the privilege of going on a date with you. Give me a break. No, chivalry has always been dead. And, you know, someday I think somebody's going to put that final nail in that coffin. So that's my take on it. Okay, I know you want to take a stab at it. Thanks, Shivery's dead. Yes, I do. Wow. I, I think you he's do? dead because I, cause I see it. I see a lot of black men don't have respect for black women, and a lot of black women don't have respect for themselves and in turn don't have respect for black men. So I, I basically see the way they treat us, and we're expected to go along with this shit, and it's basically uh, a very vulgar attitude towards women. I'm not buying her nothing. I, I'm not taking her nowhere expensive. Um, I'm going to get her a blockbuster movie because then I don't have to pay no movie fee. I don't have to buy no popcorn. I'm going to fuck her in the car. I'm going to fuck her on the sofa. And we're going for this. That's what's so sad. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me go to number. Well, again, I don't have a number listed because it's all right here. But, uh, Next question goes to Shadan. No, Alexis, this goes to you. Do you think women value honesty as much as guys? Hmm. I don't think a lot of men value honesty because they're really not honest with themselves. A lot of men um, 
besides the good ones that he knows that he says are, are getting tricked and played all on that are really, really nice guys, there are a lot of men and they have the intention to be dishonest, to deceive a woman, just like you said earlier, just to get what they want. The motivation was never about honesty and integrity. So I think, and then there are women that do the same thing. So I think when you're talking about that, you have to look at the segment of woman and man that you're dealing with to determine what is, if honesty is a value with that group, because there are a lot of people, men and women, that make their living off of deceiving people and telling lies. Okay. Um, Chantel, same question. I think, I think the women who who actually who really do want the monogamous relationships, I think women in general, for the most part, do value honesty. The problem is women are bullshitted a lot. You know, they're bullshitted a lot by... Uh, by men who uh, lie to themselves, as uh, Alexis was saying. Um, so that, so you got a lot of men going around lying, talking about, I, I want to be with you, I love you, and this is why I do this. And, and you know, they, they give up some pussy and find out that's a total crock of shit. What women want, well, women women would rather for you to tell them, look, I want to fuck. I don't, I don't want any of that monogamous shit. I want to fuck. That way she has the power of making her own decision on whether or not she wants she wants to actually get down with a guy like yourself. Whereas the underhanded way, you know, buying all these things, um, taking her out to, uh, you know, overdoing the dinners and everything, you know, she all she's saying is all these nice deeds that, that are being done, but they're really not nice deeds. They're really underhanded deeds. And, again... When I was mentioning the nice guy, the nice guy is probably the worst guy on earth because he he has more deception with his game than the bad boy. The bad boy is going to tell you right quick, look, we're going we're gonna to get down the backseat of this car. Now, either you're with it or you're going to get the fuck up out of it. Alexis? I, that's really how I feel too. I, I can, they're not gonna get no pussy, but I really uh, appreciate a man telling me that's all I want from you, and how much do you want, or, or what do you need me to go buy for you? Because uh, I think that it needs to be based on the premise of honesty. Now, whether you gonna get what you want, that's a different thing. But we do need to know, and a lot of women don't know. And like when he was talking about the good guy, I don't consider that good when a man is doing any and everything. And I know you are putting yourself in a position to be played on by women, so you really don't have good intentions about yourself. You really don't even respect who you are. You don't even know who you are. I had men sit in front of me and whine about what some other woman did, their wife ain't shit, what she took. Did she steal it from you? Or did, did she steal your wallet? Did she forge your signature? No, you gave it to her. So why you sit up here fucking whining, and then when we whine, you know, and we say, well, you know, this man did this, he did that, he left me. Men don't want to hear that shit. They'll sit there and, and go through the motions because they think about how they finna dig in your ass and put their dick in your throat and skeet all off in your damn throat. So they will pretend like they care about how you've been victimized and played on to get where they want to go, just like he said. But the bottom line, when a man is sitting there and whining to you, it is very unattractive, and then why should you fuck him? and feel sorry for him when he ain't gave you shit 
but he wants you to hear about all the millions, all the diamonds or the hundreds or the thousands and the houses. He bought another woman that really ain't nothing but a skank-ass trick. Okay. Got anything to say behind that? I, I co-sign 100%. I ain't got the next okay. question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. Okay. I got a question for y'all. This goes for guys. And the girls, okay. They say, why do you think, I'm going to say women and men, because this do happen on both sexes, why do you think women say one thing and then do a complete opposite and vice versa as for guys as well to Chi-Town? Well, guys uh, say one thing and do another thing because they want to hide their intentions. You know, they're afraid that they don't tell the truth about what they really want, um, that women will not give them what they want. When in reality, they should be going after the women who are going to give them what they want. If they want short-term mm-hmm. casual sex, you know, they should be going after the women who want short-term casual sex. Mm-hmm. So that's why, that you know, going back to the other question, that's why I say be totally honest with the woman. Tell her you want to fuck. Because then she's going to tell you, if if she doesn't get down like that, she's going to tell you, no, I I really don't um, like you in that way. You know, that's not what I'm all about. Then then you can get her out the way and get to the one who will give you some pussy that night. You know? Okay. But as far as, you know, women, women women aren't uh, straightforward. Women say one thing and do another because, and, and this is not indicative of all women, you know. Again, there there are some straight shooters out there. But a lot of women say one thing and do another because they gain from saying one thing and doing another. Um, by pretending that they love the uh the weak minded uh man who just spends who just throws his money away, she gets, you know, free rent, free mortgage, you know, free car, whatever. It, it, it may not even be on that level. She may just uh, get a weekly check or whatever. I mean, but she gets the gain from that. And on a small level, she at least gets to gain a free meal. Like uh, one day, you know, about a couple of days ago, actually, I was around this uh, one woman who uh, Alexis would probably uh, who, who uh, Alexis would probably label was a woman who looks like a woman, and I will agree with that. But anyway, she was saying, we were talking about restaurants and everything, and she was uh, saying that, oh, yeah, we'll go out to the one in Homewood because I'm going out on a date tonight. I'm going to order the most expensive shit on the menu that I don't even eat. Yeah, I'm going to try I'm going to tell my date to take me there. You know, you, you got women like that. But what is, he telling, what is she telling him uh, on the phone or even in person? She's pretending that she... There's a chance for him to get up with her. Okay. Right. Uh, Alexis, what do you think about that question right there? No, I, I agree. I think there are a lot of women, They if, if they're in like a predator mode and they know they have something to gain or they need their rent paid or they need their car note paid a lot of times or they just want somebody to be a sugar daddy, they're looking for a man to be nice to them. They'll say what that man want to hear and then, you know, it, it makes all of us look bad, that, and it puts all of us at risk to be victims. And I know when I look in the past, that's why I was played on a lot, because I was young and I was dumb. 
And I didn't know about the games that I now know about that I talk about. I basically know now because I've been a victim of them. You, you got so many women out here that that's, they don't work jobs, and I know women that are very good at it. They're so good at it. I mean, they put themselves in circles where the entertainers are, you know, where people, where doctors and lawyers are. And a lot of men have caught on to this, so they have this idea about all of us, and that's why when they meet you, they'll tell you up front, look, you know, I, I got this position. They have these degrees, these cars, they have. They don't want to get married. They don't want to get put down with babies. So they just said, look, how much is it going to cost to fuck tonight? How much is it going to cost for a table dance? How much is it going to cost for you to suck my dick and let me come in your mouth? Because they feel like it's automatically a game coming because so many women already have just given all of us a bad name. And, and I've had women that tell it to me, I've been trying to call this guy and call this guy. I want to get with him. I'm going to see, can I fuck him? Can I turn him out? You know, I know women that, that are bodybuilders and it's like, well, if I keep on, I'm tired of paying this trainer. So I'm going to get in a position to get in my house and I'm going to fuck him so I don't have to pay to go to the gym anymore. I don't have to pay for him to train me anymore because I'm fucking him. Well, I want to go to this really nice restaurant. This guy going to take me. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a laxative. I'm going to shit all day or I'm going to shit all night so I can go and stuff myself and I can get what I want. I can, but I'm going to pretend like I like him and then I'm going to hook him with the pussy or the head or whatever, get him in a position where I get his money. So you, you have this mentality. That's why women like me that are not like that and so many other women are not like that, you have to be on guard. You have to be aware because a lot of men are like, okay, fuck them bitches. They all ain't shit. And like these bitches have got over on me in the past, I'm getting up on every bitch I meet. So you are now a target and you are the representation of every other woman before you that wasn't a woman and that was playing on it. Mm. Anything you got to say about that, Shaw? I, I just have something to add. Um, as far as uh, women uh, targeting men, of course that's true. But, again, like I mentioned earlier, I, I respect. The only trick I would respect is the one who says up front, look, I'm, I'm going to pay you this because I want to skeet up in your, on your face, whatever. You know, bam, he's laying it out on the line. What, what I don't respect are the guys who pretend to be nice guys. Those are the ones who fuck it up for us, you know, because now we got to undo all that shit that the past guy done done, you know, he done ran a little game. It wasn't really no game. He just played a little game, I should say, where he, um, you know, wine and dine. He did all these, um, he jumped through all these hoops, finally got her, then um, played her. Now I gotta undo all that shit. That's the man that I don't respect. The one who's uh, underhanded with it. Now the man who's gonna say, you know, I got seven hundred dollars for you. This is what I need you to do for it. You know what? Anybody can respect that because she could say yes or no. All right, we got calls on here. After we do the calls, we're gonna take a five minute recess because a lot of people is like, wow, this is just so much right here. And um, <laughs> after that, we're gonna have an open forum where y'all can go at each other, you know, ask the questions that y'all want to ask or didn't have time to ask during the debate. But let me go ahead with J.F. again here, 336. J.F., you're on the line. Hey, back again. Uh, I had another <laughs> question. Um, putting this up to both Chi-Town and Alexis, but I want, you know, Chi-Town to answer first. Okay. On the first, yeah, on the first date. You know, you just, you know, it's the first time you guys are seeing each other. You, you're going out for the first time. 
what is your opinion of, of someone asking the question, what do you do for a living on the first date? Wow, that's that's a really good question. I mean, it, it, it comes up and it doesn't, but, wow, that's a double-edged sword. Either um, she could just, you know, want to know. She could, It could just be a conversation piece for her. Or she's uh, trying to do a little profile in her mind, like, okay, um, okay, he makes this amount of money. Hmm, he might be a target for me. But the thing about it is, if you guys are vibing, if you guys are conversating, you know, those things don't really come up on the first day. And, you know, the way to really get around that is, is to deflect on the other things. So that's that's my thoughts on it. Okay. I think that that I should know what you're doing. I I should know what your interests are, and I'm going to ask you. And I really don't mind anybody asking me. I'm glad. I'm I'm always talking about what I do, so I'll be glad to tell people who I am and what I do. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the question, Mr. JF. Put you back on. We got other callers here that probably want to ask some questions as well, too. All right. Let's see. Uh, 804, 804, do you have a question? Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. My name's John Black, CEO. I uh, just was listening, man. It was uh, a lot of good, um, interesting topics. But there was one thing I heard as far as the chivalry is dead. I don't really believe chivalry is dead. I guess it depends on your perception. And as far as, you know, giving the roses and all of that good stuff to somebody you don't know, I definitely don't agree with that. But I do believe that black men and black women definitely need a moral, a moral conduct as far as how we address one another. So I don't think... But do you, um, I want to ask you a question. No, no, I, I don't have a question right now. Like I said, it's just something I wanted to, to bring up okay. and see if someone would respond to that. Hey, y'all black CEO. What's up, baby? How you doing, Alexis? Oh. <laughs> I'm fine. That's good, that's good. Okay. All right, I'm going to get this other call, 703, real quick. 703, you have a question. No, I don't have a question. Just listening, enjoying the conversation. I'm going to keep listening. Okay. All right, thank that you very much. That wraps that up right there. Yeah, that wraps that up right there. So we're going to go ahead and take a five-minute recess right there because we're going to have open form where y'all can ask each other questions. And this is going to be pretty interesting, I believe. <laughs> Y'all take a break or whatever. I'm going to play a little bit of music, you know, play some rotten dirty. You know, that's about five minutes there. So y'all go ahead and get a drink of water, use the bathroom, whatever. All right. Everyone, please wait five minutes.
Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Is everyone on here? Uh, yeah. Alexis? Yep. Ja? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You know, I had to get research. Man. I'm a lot went back there and drank like a gallon of water a few minutes ago. <laughs> Shoot, I'm sorry. Anyway, now it's open forum. Now I have to have time to ask each other questions that we have listed up. Because I know y'all have a lot of stuff y'all want to ask each other more likely. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Uh, Alexis, um, which which do you think is more detrimental for women? Um, a woman who gives it up to, you know, a lot of people or, I mean, a woman who gives it up to anyone or a woman who loves anyone, who falls in love with this by anyone? Mm. I think they tie hand in hand because if a woman falls in love with just any and everybody, she's going to give it up, and it's detrimental to her. And if a woman just gives it up and it's not about love, then it's still detrimental because they both still lead to sex with any and everybody. Okay. <laughs> Lexi, you got anything to ask Mr. Chantel? Now, I just wanted to make a comment when he was saying about the weddings are unnecessary because there are a lot of wealthy people that have money that is accumulating lots of interest and lots of investments, and they just want to have big, elaborate weddings. So it's always not it's not always broke or poor people that are suffering with money problems that have big weddings. That's just what they want to do. And when you look in other cultures, the Italian community, I think some African communities do it as well. They will actually, or the family, someone else will, pay for the wedding, and plus they bring gifts of money to make sure that the couple does not have a hard time being able to take care of themselves. They don't have to suffer wondering for the rest of the next year or two years how they're going to pay for that lavish wedding. And then about the clitoris thing, he said it was just for uh, an orgasm. That That is not the teaching that I'm bringing uh, with spiritual sexuality. That's not the teaching in my DVDs and my books. Uh, the organs, the penis, the testicles, the sperm, the prostate, uh, the hypothalamus, the pineal, the pituitary, all of those glands, as well as the glands in the woman's body, her ovaries, um, her fallopian tubes, her vagina, her cervix, even her clitoris and the vaginal openings. When I teach about spiritual sexuality, the sex I'm talking about, what he's talking about on a lower level, sure, that's all you can see that as at the point of bringing a woman to an orgasm and have fluids out of her body and waste also comes out of her vagina as well. But this, on the spiritual level, I deal with quantum time and quantum physics. Every organ in the body starts with the subatomic structure, the etheric anatomy of the cell. The etheric anatomy deals with electromagnetism. That is the energy or the God consciousness that projects, that actually calls forth the third dimensional manifestation of all cells that turn into tissue, that turn into organs, that turn into body systems. All of those systems, the, the vagina, the clitoris, and, and all the male reproductive systems first deal with the quantum mechanics of it and deal with sacred geometry. Now, when you go into sacred geometry, and you deal with quantum time and quantum physics, which I say is the origin of sex, origin, organs, you must deal with divine mathematics. So even the clitoris itself 
is based on a number system. There's numeric codes that create the subatomic structure of a clitoris. Each number, each letter, and I'm not talking about in English, because one of our original tongues is Arabic and Hebrew. So we don't even really know who we are, and we are speaking good English, like so many people say, I don't, and I need to learn to talk properly so white folks will like me or they won't pick at me. <laughs> that is not your native tongue, and it really doesn't have as much power and value as our original tongue. So those languages, each alphabet has a vibration, a frequency based on the sound. That is what brings forth an orgasm and ejaculation. So that's why I am making clarity to that because we don't see it and we're not speaking about it on the same level. I am coming from a level of spirituality to bring about the explanation of the way I see sexuality and sex organs so that we can have sex or tantric sex or spiritual sex on a higher level. We won't have to worry about who getting who. I'm not going to buy you nothing on the first day because that thought, brings you into a lower field of electromagnetism. You are attracting women, and a lot of us women are attracting men that want to take advantage of us, that want to fuck over us and misuse us, that we got to watch you, I'm going to get you before you get me, or I'm not going to let you get me at all, because of the level of the vibration of the fault that we are projecting. A lot of this would change in our experience if we really got into the deeper levels of what the penis, the vagina, and the clit really is. Well, when she started talking about uh, metaphysics and and uh, the geometry and everything, I was just uh, reflecting back on high school, and I remember why I got a C and a D in those classes back then, <laughs> up in uh, science class. I'm <laughs> that needs to be broken down. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I'm trying to break it down because I know a lot of us, the concept is different and it's new and people misunderstand me. And I come on a lower level when I'm talking, doing my shows and it's raw, but then because I knew that I couldn't really come and bring the higher level of what a penis, what a click. Because people, why you say pussy all the time? Why you say dick? But you're not, you're saying this is vulgar, not you, but people think it's vulgar and it's nasty because a lot of times our mind is dead. So it's like I can't come out and bring this scientific information to a dead people. Many of us are walking around and we don't even know who we are. And the DNA, the divine spiritual sexual information that is in our DNA is lying dormant. It hasn't been activated. So even when, it, when it's in Scripture talking about what well, Jesus is going to come back again and resurrect the people that are going to get out of the ground, well, we got plenty of us above the ground that are walking around here that our consciousness needs to be resurrected about who we are and needs to be resurrected about what a penis and a vagina and the sacredness of sperm really is on the higher level. So I've, I've done some DVDs. You want to see them? I'll, I'll give them to you and let you see them. I'm actually breaking the science of these organs down. Yeah, yeah, please do, uh, Alexis. But, you know, you brought me to another question. Um, getting to that tantric sex, Don't wouldn't you think, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you have to weed out all these uh, spiritually dead people in order to get to the one who connects with you, you know, that's that's all I'm talking about. I'm not talking about taking advantage of anyone or, you know, get him get her before she gets me or anything like that. What what I'm saying is, you know, weed out all these all these um these deceptive people and get to the ones who want to get to know you for you. 
and then and then after that, you know, you build upon that. No, I agree with you. We're saying the same thing, but what I'm saying is whenever we have a fear, especially as people of color, we don't realize how powerful we really are and how thought and emotion. I was looking yesterday. Uh, They have these Mandingo clubs all around the country now, and I'm sure all around the world, where it's black men and they only fuck white women. And you can go see it online. Uh, and you guys should watch them in these sex clubs where these white women love black dick, or they call it black cock. And they are just, like, sucking the hell out of these black men's dicks. They're taking one in the, in the ass, one in the pussy, one in the mouth. I mean, they just like to be gang-banged by black men where the white men are standing there snapshotting. They're just watching it and filming. The white men are getting kicked out of watching their white women take all of this black dick. And one thing I've seen about this, especially talking about the dead consciousness and weeding that out, as black women, we need to know this. We need to know that that is what's going on because a lot of us are wanting these black men that really don't want us. And then they're bringing back that vibration for being in these swinging, being in these gangbangs, and placing that energy in our vagina. Everything deals with vibration. That's why the first person we need to change is ourselves and change our thinking, the law of attraction, just like the secret talks about. When you keep your mind focused on what you don't want and you're trying to avoid being tricked, then you're going to draw more of what you don't want. Once we get to the point of realizing our emotions are attached to our spiritual power, and we realize that thoughts create energy and emotional attachment, we don't continue to be hold on to what we got that we didn't want and all the times we were taken advantage of, because I've been taken advantage of a lot of times too, and I'm very open about that, but my mind wasn't right. That nice girl shit, I was acting nice and letting people run over me, but I really wasn't nice because I didn't like myself. I didn't value my own life, and I was willing to give it away and let anybody do whatever they wanted to do just to say they loved me or just to say I had a man because that's what I was taught I was supposed to have. But when you only focus on you are good, you are worthy, and you love and respect yourself and you carry yourself from that place of honor and integrity, that's all you're going to start to attract. I'm not saying just open up to anybody. No, no, don't pay for everybody's drink. Don't pay for everybody's day. Don't even associate with everybody. But when you change your thought, the vibration in your cells change. And when the vibration in your cells change, the vibration changes in your whole electromagnetic field that projects from your cells that moves all around your body, your aura. See, that aura contains the soul. So when you change the thought and it moves into your auric field, that field projects out into the subconscious and locks into like minds. So you start to have a physical experience that is different from what you had before because your thought, your energy, and your emotion and your direction has been changed. And that is what we as people of color, we have not been told about ourselves. It's not about an outside experience changing first. It's about the inner man changing first. And when that inner man changes, the whole frequency of your being changes, and you attract like-minded men and women. Hmm. Okay. I got anything excellent. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, that's some good stuff. But I do, I do have uh, a question, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm probably going to kick myself in the ass after I lift this show and realize it's not the question I wanted to ask. So I'm trying to, you know, remember what I wanted to ask earlier. Um, you, you mentioned, um, shit. <laughs> you, you mentioned, uh, you know, about uh, a woman's uh, 
about how real women are supposed to be treated. Can you uh, elaborate on that? Because I, I remember you had a mention, you had an issue uh, with me saying that I'm not I'm not paying for shit or et cetera et cetera et cetera. Can you enlighten us as to uh, how you feel a woman should be treated, a real woman, you know, on the first date? Well, I, I can only speak for myself. It's like when when I deal the men that I know, even if we're just talking about business, and they ask me out to talk about business. They never say we're going to do a business deal. I mean, even the entertainment lawyers that I know, when they invite me out and we're talking about a deal we're structuring, it's not a Lexus come to the meeting and I'm not buying you a drink and I'm not buying your meal. So that's sometimes it's like they're very respectful to me as a human being and as a woman, and they're not trying to get me in bed, and they're not expecting sex afterwards, but it's just courtesy. Those are just the type of men that I deal with now um, that – they're very respectful. They open the door for me. I'm talking about black and white. They pull my chair out for me. When I sit down, they push it back in, make sure I'm comfortable. Well, what would you like to drink? Are you hungry today? Go over the menu. It's not don't have this and don't that. I have that. And I'm very respectful. I've never ordered. Well, I don't eat steaks anyway. But I'll, I'm always respectful. Even, and these are wealthy people. But I still don't take advantage of that. So, And, and then the man that I have, you know, we, we never go through that. Even when I first met him, he didn't say, I'm not going to buy you a drink. It's like if you're hungry. I don't care about buying you something to eat. What is buying you a plate of food? So, so to me, as a woman, I expect you to be treated a certain way. If, if I'm going out with you and you fucking paranoid, and if I'm paranoid, I'm not going to go, or if I have to do business with you at a particular time, or if you're a friend of mine, because that's how my friends treat me. They take me out, and I'll be thinking, you know what, you took me out, Come pick up, and they think they're going to pay for everything. I pay for it because they're my friends. It's like we go back and forth, and these are men, and we never had sex, and they don't approach me for that. So it just depends on who you are, what you're expecting, what type of men that you're dealing with. Because if I know it's somebody and you just want sex from me, as a woman I have enough integrity about myself. First of all, I'm not going to put myself in that position because I know I'm not going to be able to give you what you're paying for, and I don't wear the sign that said I'll fuck for food or that I'll suck for food. So it just it just depends, but I just don't feel that that's how I need to be treated. Okay, here here's here's the thing that I'm sure a lot of men would like to ask: how come um, how come the dating uh, the dating paradigm that that it is uh, you know the traditional dating paradigm states that Women are to you know that you're that the man's supposed to take the woman out, pay for the date, and 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 open doors and pull out chairs. What entitles this woman or these women to this kind of treatment? I think it's based on maybe a European standard, and I don't know the way we were treated um, in Egypt, in Africa, in Atlantis. But I still really don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I open the door for my man. I open the car door for him. I open the restaurant door for him. I'm not in a one-sided relationship where I'm just taking something and, and I'm not giving. My head hurt, what you need. His head hurt, his feet hurt. Sit down, take your shoes off, take your hat off. So it's a give and take in the relationships that I have, even with my friendships. But when I was dating and going out, I really got smart really quickly, just like you said. Well, it took a lot of time in the past few years, even, like I said, just in business. If it's something I'm not comfortable with or if I go out with someone and they say they want it to be business, but then I see that they were lying just to get me out, it really wasn't business, 
I don't let them pay for my food. I pay for my own food because I already know, and I just don't deal with them anymore because a lot of men will take you out and spend their money on you and open the door for you, and they're really not trying to keep chivalry alive. There is a secret agenda there. So I just think, again, it depends on the circumstances, and I don't think that every woman should be treated that way if you know that her agenda is to use you or take advantage of you. It really depends on what idea you have set forth. And you've got to be, because I have to do it, every woman has to do it. Men are very sensitive, too. Y'all get played because you let men play you just like we let men play us. You've got to be able to sense real quick where that woman is coming from because some women don't need the door open for them. Why should you open the door for every crackhead woman that you see when you know that as soon as she gets in there, for some man that will kick her in her stomach and take her money or give her a crack and don't open the door for her, she'll get out and suck his dick. So I think you still have to really be intuitive about what type of female you're dealing with. Mm. Well, you have shy town in particular, anything, philosophy, ideas? I mean, okay, let me, let me ask, let me throw this out at you then. What, what do you, okay, do you, do you, uh, how do you feel about women going out um, and either not paying, either on a free date or, or women paying themselves? How do you feel about that? I don't have a problem. Like I said, if, if, I, if I sense that something's going down here that I don't know about, I don't let people buy my food. I pay for my own food, and I just don't fuck with them because I know that there's some kind of secret agenda here, and I can't deliver what you're asking me to deliver. I feel like you're trying to trick me. So I think sometimes when a woman's not sure, first of all, I don't even fuck with them, and I think women need to stop this because a lot of women, well, it's a free meal, or he bought me some clothes and some shoes, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to take this meal. Sometimes women really do need to pay for their own food because you really don't know that you're being set up. Okay. Shantan, you got any more questions? I mean, just to elaborate on that, um, the reason I'm asking these questions is because I think a lot of women uh, are setting themselves up, not, not setting themselves up, but actually putting themselves up for sale when uh, yep. they just demand oh, you have to buy this, you have to buy that, instead of just making it about getting to know that person. There's nothing wrong with going Dutch. There's nothing wrong with her uh, treating. Um, I really don't believe in, in, in paying for anything, but, you know, if you if a man is going to pay, don't don't spend a lot of money. That way you don't feel like, oh, I invested this much money into her, now i got to get a return on my investment. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm I'm communicating because there's a lot of guys. Here's how men think. Men think uh, pretty much straightforwardly when they when they when they spend a lot of money on uh, women. You know they they look um, they put blinders on. They're like, okay, I bought this woman flowers. I I bought I took this woman out for dinner. I took her out for dancing. Um, I take I take her out three times a week. Uh, you know. She should be giving me a payoff if I maybe if I wait six months she'll give me a payoff 
And this is the type of shit that we need to eradicate. Now, do I think that with me speaking out that um, I'm going to be able to change all men's minds? Hell fucking no. You know, some men are, are out here, you know, who are foolish, love being fools. They love being played. There yeah. are men out here who um, don't want to listen, who think that they know everything. That's that's a part of being egotistical. But if we could change some of these dudes out here and make them more and, um, you know, turn them into leaders, you know, then society will be much better for it. Because right now we got a lot of weak-ass men and women running around up here, out here fucking it up for everybody. No, I agree. Like I like I said, I, I I talk to these men, and it's like I I see an opportunity for me to be a player here here in Atlanta. Even though it's so many good looking women here, I could play if I really wanted to. And I see a lot of women. That's all they do because these men will come to you, you know, with these hard luck ass stories, and they start saying what well, what well, this happened to them. And it, and I feel like it's probably game. A lot of times it's not game. I, I think there are a lot of nice men. I had they have really been taken through the ringer. I didn't know it. I thought because I used to meet all the dogs. I didn't know it was any really sensitive men out here that were being played on because I, I met all the dogs that was playing on me. So now that I'm doing the show, my attitude has changed, and I carry myself differently than all these men have been coming out of the woodwork telling me about these dog-ass women. And how it's women. I, mean, I, didn't, I was just shocked to believe it's women that have gotten more bold as they get 45, 50 years old. They're not sitting down in a rocking chair. It's a lot of these women are 45, 50 years old, and they got the body of a 20-year-old. So they maintain themselves. They, they go work out every day. You know, they dress the same way that these 20-year-old girls are dressing. But a lot of them have more experience, and they're more smoother with that shit because, you know, they have been they've matured, and they're they more tighter on their game. Just, I mean, because they've lived longer and they've been around. So they out here actually competing with the young girls for the young men, and they're getting them. But the thing is, they're just getting them in the pocket. They know how to run the game and, and soothe them and say what they want to hear. And the guy thinking that she's loving him and that she's going to be there, he really got him a catch and she's freaking him and she's modeling. She got all the physical stuff, all the eye candy. Then when she finished, he broke. And I'm hearing these men whining to me, and then you try to be their friend and listen, then they get attached to you. I'm like, oh, wow, why didn't I meet you before? You seem so understanding. Well, why don't we hook up? And then you're like, no, 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 you know, and then you can be on the show if you want to. You know, I can I can give you some pointers as a woman because I can tell you what this woman has done to you. But then they put themselves in a position for some other woman to do the same shit. They just said they didn't want done because just like women go and start telling men they don't know all their business and this happened and the baby daddy did this and then he did that. And men do that same shit. They'll start just getting out there and start just, telling all their business, and a lot of times a woman is not going to respect them because she be like, God damn, all these women done fucked over your ass? And if she don't have no integrity, she like, well, let me get mine too. Okay, what about the women who do have integrity and the ones who uh, are listening to all this whining incessantly about their past hurts and their past women? What are they really thinking when they're uh, on the receiving end of uh, all this banter? I just told you what I thought. When they be telling it to me, I'll just like, let me be your friend because I, I know what she's doing. I talk to women. I've been around them. It's some shit I used to do, you know, and I used to run games too. 
so let me try to school you and let me be your friend so that you can get tougher. Because what I realize about a lot of men, they do the same stuff we do. A lot of times men want what they can't have. You can have a prostitute. You can get a stripper that will fuck you and spend a night with you for a certain amount of money or an hour. But a lot of times men want what they can't have. They want shit that don't want them. You want the woman that told you no. It's like a challenge to you. So I try to be their friend and talk to them, but it's like the more this same particular woman, they said dog no mouth, says no, it's more of a turn on and the emotions become deeper. It's like, it's like when you deal with a man, his emotions are twisted. So me, I don't take anything from them. I don't want to use them or take advantage of them. But I, And I'm thinking of one person in particular, a very intelligent, that's an engineer, and he's more embarrassed of himself than anybody else could ever be because, and this is what he kept saying to me, I'm so intelligent. He's like, I am smarter than the average man. This was never supposed to happen to me. A street person, this bitch wasn't supposed to do this to me because I'm smarter than her. I got a master's degree in engineering and physics. It's just not supposed to occur. So when you have that kind of mindset from somebody and you talk to them, he just sit there and beat himself up over and over and over again, and I'm trying to tell you, look, this is how it works. This is not about your Ph.D. This is not about school. Let me tell you how it really works in the street. He eventually pulled away because he did not want to be my friend. He did not really want to get the 911 on how women really think. He wanted to jump right into something sexual because he could not still have her, even though he said she was a trick hoe. But here's the thing. Let's say you're going out on a, you're dating a man like this, not just on a friendship level, but you're you're dating you're dating a man, and uh, you're considering, um, you know, you may be considering uh, taking a few steps further, and then he starts whining and and all this other stuff about what these women did to him and everything. I mean, would you would you date that man? Mm-mm. Hell no, because what I did, this particular person right here that I was talking, he was a very nice, very kind person, but he did not have no backbone, and he sat there and would carry this woman's picture around at his job, have it out in the lab, have the picture in the car. They weren't even together anymore, and he said he wasn't paying her bills. So it's like when you deal with anybody, male or female, and a man is still talking about another woman and depressed about another woman, you need to leave that shit alone because in his mind and his nuts, his dick and shit, a part of him still craving for that bitch. And you can't, your pussy, nothing about you is going to be able to substitute because he's still in love with some shit that don't want him that he can't have. He ain't got over it. And if he ain't willing to let that go and work towards something new with you and really forgive himself and let that shit go, you're the one you're going to get fucked over. See, that's what a lot of people don't see, too. You And, and women do this, probably stuff going to fix somebody, change somebody. Oh, girl, she did this and that, and let me tell you what the baby mama did, girl, but I'm going to do this and that because she didn't do it, and I'm going to be better, and I'm going to show him what a good woman I am. I'm going to show him everybody ain't like that. She get mistreated. Because he is still, in his mind, a different level of himself, attached to that situation with the dog in. Okay, the panel's been quiet. It's like, it's just been me and you talking. Do y'all have any questions? I'll wait and see what Alexis got to say for you, if she has anything. 
<laughs> oh, no, I'm just having a conversation back and forth. I mean, I basically agree with a lot of stuff that he said. So, you know, this is huh? not about me trying to debate him or attack him. That's that's not where I'm coming from. No. No, no. Oh, this, this, is, this is all up. <laughs> you know, you know we, may, you know. we may disagree on a couple things, but it's, it's not yeah. about a battle or anything like that. No, you know? no, it's not a battle. I mean, it's the understanding of each other's side, you know, each other's perspective. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean Lisa, you got anything? I, I know you got one. <laughs> Say what? Do I have any what? Do you have anything to ask? I mean, I know you, I know, you, I know that little brain up there just, Burning with a question. Come on out with it. <laughs> no, actually, I don't have a question. You don't? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Don Juan? Don Juan, do you have a question? No, I have, like, a comment. Go ahead. I guess, What's your comment? Yeah, I guess it has to be a mutual relationship between men and women. Actually, they both need each other, you know. Because mm-hmm. it all depends on one person. I mean, uh... And what one person wants from another, regardless of the sex, I mean, the sex, life partner, just a casual, friendly relationship, like, a, you know, a friend with benefit. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I think it depends on uh, how much respect do you give to one another. Mm-hmm. It actually, it comes down to it. And about, like, uh, a girl wanting a bad boy or a nice guy, I think... <clears throat> Most of the girls, they uh, they want to go with the bad boys first, and actually they want to change them into a nice man. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they fail. Sometimes they they actually make them a nice man. Actually, a lot of a lot of men are now they're successful because of their wife or a girlfriend or you know a bad boy changed into a nice man because he found a girl or a love of the love of his life. So that's all you know. All right. Well, I mean, we, um, what is your policy about that, Lexus? What is your policy about that? Uh, um, I think it's like how to change a man. Uh, forget it. You're wasting your time because you can't change nobody but yourself. Men are not changed by a woman. Um, through a woman doing anything, a man in his mind makes a decision to make a change because that's that's his mind. It's not about a woman having the power to do that. And I think a lot of women put the I know. Because I used to be one of them. Women will put ourselves in that position because our mamas, our grandmamas, some misguided woman, some foolish woman that's telling us, oh, just stick in there, be patient. He's going to come around, and when he decides to stop seeing all these women, you're going to be the one girl, and he's going to marry you and settle down with you. He might marry you, but he's not going to settle down with you unless that's something that he wants to do. And I look at Puffy, all these babies he got everywhere, and this girl just had twins, and now she found out it's another woman or another baby. The saga continues. So a lot of times when, when we think that we find somebody a dog, you're going to leave them a dog. Basically leave them where you found them. Let a hoe be a hoe because you don't have any control over that. I see you on that because there's a lot of people around here in the area. I mean, it's going on everywhere, but I see a lot in my area. Yeah, I'm going to change them. I'm going to change them. I'm looking at them. I said, oh, no. And they cuss out to me, you don't know. I'm like, okay. Where floats your boat? And that dynamic is unisex. I mean, you got a lot of men who think, oh, well, you know, like getting back, like to kind of uh, touch upon what Alexis was saying about the engineer, he'll, he'll, he'll try to get him a fixer-upper and say, I'm, I'm going I'm to show her the light. I'm going to show her the finer things mm-hmm. in life, and she's going to appreciate it, and she's going to mm-hmm. stop being the woman who disrespects herself 
you know, the only time a woman's going to stop disrespecting herself is when she decides that enough is enough and she decides that whatever um, dysfunctional behavior that she's engaging in is dysfunctional and that it's unhealthy for her and she needs to break from it. Otherwise, you can't make a grown person do anything. You could barely make a child do anything you want them to do, let alone a grown person. So I, I think the whole premise that I'm going to change him, I'm going to change her, it's it's pretty ridiculous because the only person, who, the only the only being that can change anybody besides a person's self is God. That's it. Beyond yeah. that, you can you, that person is not going to change for another mortal human being. Now to get get on to uh, the bad boy dynamic, you know, what I was saying earlier is a lot of women who never experienced a real man like mm-hmm. bad boys because. All they've experienced were uh, effeminate dudes who, mm-hmm. who were whining all the time, mm-hmm. who, were, who were talking about, uh, my girl did this. So so for a man to come up fresh and out the blue talking about, you know, this is what I want to do, you know, that's something new to her. That's something exciting. She's used to dealing with guys who are not confident in themselves, who have low self-esteem. So when they when they get that bad boy, they, they, you know, they look at that and they, they have a false, they look at that as manhood, but in reality it's a false sense of manhood. So they look at that and they latch on to that because that's the closest thing to manhood that they've gotten to so far, which is why, you know, I feel it's so important for men to start manning up, you know, instead of being whining. That's, that's for them immature women. That's not for men to do. Men aren't supposed to whine. Men are supposed to get past their past hurts. You know, men men are supposed to move on. I mean, sure, when a woman does you wrong, it hurts, but you don't project that onto somebody else because other people got their own problems in life. You know, that woman got to pay her own rent. She may have she may have a two-year-old son. She got to take care of him. What the fuck she want? Listen to your problems for about how some woman treated you and she really didn't treat you that bad, if you think about it, because a lot of guys in the beginning, they willingly start doing basic maintenance things like getting her nails and hair done and paying her car note and all that type of shit. I mean, if he, if he wouldn't do such things, if he wouldn't put himself out like that, he wouldn't be setting himself up to get played. So that's my thought. I, I want to add on to that as well, too, about people trying to find someone. It's noted in psychology. By the time you turn at the age of four, your mind's already set, basically. <laughs> Concrete, basically. It's, it, there's no real, real thing you can do. You can change something slightly, but it ain't no major overall change from what the psychologist pointed out. <laughs> but, I mean... I'd like like Alexis say, I wouldn't I wouldn't be trying to change no one. If if they're not what I like it first, it ain't no point. <laughs> so yeah, it goes I, both I ways. I think it's so. too it's a lot of times you can you, you can change things when they say that things are set, I mean it depends on who's saying it, because I don't believe everything that they say either. especially if it's a white psychologist, you don't really know enough about me to tell me what I can or cannot be because you are basing your psychiatry on studying white folks 
not studying me. They don't really have psychologically and even with their medications that they give us. They don't even have a lot of tests based on using us as subjects. This, this is white medicine for white folks. But I know, too, especially what my studies are on spiritual sexuality, there are so many aspects of us that we don't even know about, and we're constantly evolving every day, and things are being opened up and activated in our DNA that we didn't know what we are. We've been told what we are based on a white person's standard. We have not been told who we are and the origin of who we are based on our own ancestors and the teachings they gave us in the Egyptian scrolls. Uh, on the hieroglyphs in Egypt, we don't even understand that because we so focus on uh, talking for white folks' language from a European perspective on what they tell us is English reading from left to right. When we are intuitively right-brained and our original language is reading from right to left. So it is when we open a book, just like you open up the Quran, you're reading it in what they would consider backwards because you are reading from right to left, and that is how everything is written. So they really can't define me because they don't know you and they don't want to know and the things they know about you suppressed it and they're really not going to tell you who you are. So we're at a time now we have to be more spiritual. We have to be more critical. We have to really move to a higher state of evolution. And um, two, when, it's, when you were talking about what, uh, the man, it's like telling us our problems. I'm not saying men shouldn't tell us their problems. I want to know everything about you. I think we date too fast and we fuck too fast. And that's why we have relations that don't last because we fucking. We're not moving from a spiritual premise with that person. We look, oh, she looked good. Oh, she seems nice. He seemed nice. He got this car. He's making this amount of money. He got this degree. You don't know him. And it just kills me when these women telling me, girl, I met this man, and he this, and he that. And then I start asking them questions. Okay, well, you told me where he work at. You told me what he look like. You told me what he drive. You, you're trying to find out where he stay, see what kind of house he got. But what do you know about him? What are his hobbies? Where was he born? Who is his mama? Who is his daddy? Have you met them? How many women he was involved with before he met you? Was he married? Was he divorced? Does he have children? Have you been tested have, together with him for any STD? What type of relationships has this man had in the past? And most women can't answer those questions. They answer the superficial questions because you're looking at what your ass feeling when you're looking at him or you're looking at what society told you this man is supposed to have for you to pick him. And not only that, um, it gets to what you were saying earlier, a lot of misguided women who are their mothers, their grandmothers, their aunts, they're telling these uh, women, they're telling these little girls, you know, when, when you go and get married, you make sure you get you a good man who will provide for you, who's uh, who can, uh, you know, put you in a house, who will take care of all your uh basic necessities, but they never tell these women what to look for as far as uh, the man's personality, the man's, uh, man's psyche, the man's uh, emotional uh, well-being. They, they don't never tell them to look for that. So that's why, you know, some of these women, they, they um, come across these men who got a certain amount of job, who got a, cer I mean, a certain job, a certain income status, and um, they, they get geeked off of that because, they're fulfilling everything that their mother, their grandmother, and their aunt told them. They didn't tell them, well, what are, well, find out what his hobbies are like. Find, I mean, what, what, what hobbies do he like? Um, what, what kind of person is he? Um, this gets lost based on what both uh, the women in their lives uh, tell them and also based on 
based upon what society tells them. I mean, we go on and on about this. I mean, society pretty much mind fucks people, but especially women. No, I I agree, and now it's, unfortunately it's affected our men because those are some of the things that I was told. But also to you know make sure that man has a spiritual nature in him, and he's divine. But two, you have to realize it's women. You can listen to your parents, but then I see how these women are, and I see how these girls are. They still get out, and they're going to do what they want to do because it's a lot of women, and I know them personally. They're women that make their own money, and they take care of men, and they pay all the bills. They got houses, cars, and the men make less to no money in comparison to them. The mortgage, everything, the loans on the house is in the woman's name. They know the man ain't shit. They know he fucking somebody else, but it's getting back to that wanting something you can't have again. So you got a lot of women, no matter what I say, you got men, no matter what you say, they're going to still put themselves in a position to be with somebody, and they know the character is fucked up, and they know they have no integrity because that's what they want. A part of them want that. A lot of people want to be abused. They say they don't, but they do because they put themselves in a position and they know the motherfucker ain't shit. It's been proven to you, but you still put up with it. Yeah, I believe that's true right there because I don't know if I told both about that girl that was in my class and she on telling me about her problems about her guy and he beats up on her. And she was like, you know, he beats me up and stuff. One time I laid in the floor, he dropped the remote on my eye. I'm like, how that happened? I'm like, come on now. I was like, why can't you leave? You've never been in an abusive relationship before. I was like, I mean, you know, the only thing I do call a couple of those, you can't. So I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. But she kept telling me all this stuff, but she stayed with them. But hey. But, um, anyone else have any questions? Shots, any more questions? I got no questions. I just got comments uh, if uh, anybody got questions. <laughs> what about you, Don Juan? You got any more questions? Uh, no questions. And Lex? No. Okay, where are your comments, Mr. Chi-Town? Well, I, I'm I'm just uh, <laughs> give out my information. You want uh, oh, okay. to contact me? Okay. Y'all want, y'all want to contact me? You know what I'm saying? Just uh, hit me up on my email, chi-townflawless at stopsimpingmovement.com. All the MySpace pages, websites, and all that stuff, you know, you hit me up at that email address, you know, you'll, you'll get to all, to all that other stuff. I'm just keeping it simple. ChiTownFlawless.com. Okay. okay, any uh, other stuff you're working on, Chi-Town? Because I want to get everyone's information out there. I mean, I, I pretty much uh, keep up a daily blog. Uh, I got an audio book out, too. Uh, go to stopsimpingmovement.com and you'll get to see all that stuff. I mean, I, I'm going to even put the, uh, today's show on the website. So for any of you who missed it, it's going to be on there. For those who want to listen to it again, it's going to be on my website as well. I'm going to put it on there and, you know, support anybody who wants to help these men and women out. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, what about you, Alexis? All your information out, your books, everything. I got my MySpace page, Alexis K. Tyler, VaginaPower.com, where people can um, contact, contact with me and listen to my clips. I keep putting new clips up every month on YouTube. 
Uh, all the uh, YouTube clips people see are also available on uh, DVD. I have lectures on CD. I have my Vagina Power book on CD. It's in my online store, AlexisKTylerVaginaPower.com. I also have a sex education site where people can join in and make new friends and learn things about tantric sex. And uh, we have a lot of different blogs from other members on there as well and, and clips. It's just a really interesting site, a lot of things dealing with politics. It's not just sex, but what's going on in the world, and especially with people of color. And it's sacredsex.me.com. That's S-A-C-R-E-D dot M-E dot com. Okay. All right. Everyone, I mean, I enjoyed this conversation. This went very well, and I hope a lot of people catch up on it. I want everyone to basically... Listen to it, understand it, comprehend it, because it's a lot of stuff right here. I'm going to go back. Because it was a lot of good stuff. And I'm trying to play it out here on too. Because a lot of students out there, they're in that age right now where they're just like, well, I do this, I can get that. But, you know, y'all brought something to the table today, very important information on how, you know, how this all arrives together. And I want to talk about my information for the show as well. Um, I have MySpace page. It's called www.myspace.com slash nb underscore truth. The Yahoo email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. The home site is http colon forward slash forward slash home dot earthlink dot net slash squiggle Luke Brooks 1302. The voicemail is 641715. 3900 extension 33271 town. And show on there on Tuesdays and Thursdays called Falling Men. I threw stories about guys that have fallen, did things that they shouldn't did, but they fell. And I'm going to move that back to midnight on Tuesdays and on Thursdays as well. But I appreciate you, Alexis K. Tyler, for coming out on the show and Chi Town as well. And I hope we can do this again. <laughs> I thank y'all. I mean, this was a great shit to me. <laughs> a lot of people was writing in all happy and stuff and <laughs> I mean, oh, had callers oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, they might have everything coming out on campus. You no, know, I got students out there that check out the shit as well, too. So it might be a parade tomorrow for y'all. You never know. <laughs> so, Evan, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, Lisa and Don Juan. Um, and, and, of course, it's been a pleasure uh, just, uh, you know, conversing with Alexis for that last hour. <laughs> you too. Because no one, wanted ask, no one wanted to ask any questions. <laughs> I mean, I already had, I mean, I had the questions lined up. So, I, I mean, I, I, got, I got a quick question. I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be fair to uh, Evan. He he came up with all the questions, but nobody yeah. nobody else wanted to say anything. Don't be. Uh, I, got, I, I got I got I got some questions if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So it goes to both of you actually. Uh, when would you know if you're on a date? And like uh, several times, maybe like a first, second, third, whatever. When would you know if the other one is ready uh, for sex, or you know? After you and you in a date, uh, when would you be uh, able to be comfortable, or when would you be sure that the other person is ready? You know, that's that's a real hard question to answer in words. So I'm gonna just shoot it like this: um, 
it's all about what kind of vibe you, you guys are communicating. Most of the uh, communication that y'all are going to uh, communicate with each other is going to be nonverbal. It's going to be body language. You, you know, as far as the sex goes, it should really be natural. I mean, it, it should be really – if the man's feeling you – I mean, well, if the woman's feeling you, uh, the, the woman's feeling the man, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the, the sex usually takes care of itself, you know. But at the same time, um, it's, it's your job as a man to not be timid, to be relaxed, and, and to be natural. That way the sex will take care of itself. Now, if she's not feeling you, she's not. She's just not going to respond to uh, your advances to her, plain and simple. What about you, uh, Alexis? What you got to say about that? I think a, a woman knows she want to give a man some pussy before he take her out on the first date. Yeah, that's I true. Agree with that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> 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 that always let him know because she might be scared he's going to consider her as a whole, or if she really like him, she thinks he might fucking not come back, and, you know, she might not get all the perks like the dates and the movies and him being polite to her. So she might have some reservations if she don't give it to him and and really just let him know that that's what she want to do. And then, like you said, I've been out with men in the past, and I just knew it just no way, no how. They wouldn't get nothing. And then I m- met some other guy. And I knew he didn't have to buy me nothing. And I would just give it to him because that's what I wanted. So that's how a lot of women are, but they don't always let the man know. So I think sometimes a man can be like, well, she won't give me nothing, but I feel a vibe. I know she wants to, or she's just playing hard to get because women don't tell you, but they know right out the gate. Before he spent 10 cents, they already know. Mm. Any more questions, uh, Mr. Don Juan? Uh, not for right now. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, but before I do, I want to let everyone know about next week's topic. The next week's topic will be talking about makeups and breakups. Why do couples go through this so many times? Special guest CT will share some insight on this issue in relationships and some solutions to end the cycle of nonsense. But again, like I said, I thank everyone for coming on the show, laying down facts out here giving up, you know, giving for awareness of things that they might not have been aware of until now. And I hope we can do this some again soon because I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Just putting a little applause and stuff, you know. <laughs> I think one of them hit me with a roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guys. I will talk to y'all next week or this week anyway. And I hope you enjoy. And I hope everyone go back and play this again. Give it to your friends, the ones that have no sense. Let them listen to it so they can have some sense. Keep on promoting the show and and promote Lexus, Tally, and Shot Town Flawless. Now, I hope everyone have a great week. Well, that. And, uh, thank you, Chi-Town. It's nice to meet you. And I, likewise, and thank you, Alexis. It, it's been fun. It's been, it's, it's, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm speechless. Got, it's, it's been something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, y'all. Bye. Or not next week, but next month or something. But I appreciate it, though. Yeah.
All right. All right. Have, have a good night, everybody. All right. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.